Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And welcome to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Welcome this fine Saturday morning and as always, it is so good to know that you're tuning in and listening this morning to our program. It's been a wild year for me, and I, I believe I've shared that uh, with you at the end of the year last year that I suffered some significant loss in my life. But um, God's grace abounds within our lives. And when we realize that, um, it can make the whole difference of how we proceed with the rest of our life how we grieve, how we think, how we react to different things. So today on Saturday Morning with Dan Brown, our title is going to be called Renounce the Hidden Things. But before we get into the meat of that particular program, you guys send me a lot of letters and a lot of notes, which I appreciate so much. You bear your feelings, you share your souls, you tell me what's breaking in your hearts and where you're at, the things that you're experiencing. I appreciate it endlessly. Additionally, I love the comments and the encouragements that you make to me. Um, it's why I am here to share the gospel and hopefully help you find your way in that intimate relationship that we all seek with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I want to continue to encourage you in that way. Additionally, uh, I guess that's my word of today, additionally, but here on Saturday morning, you can also email me your questions and your comments. If this is your first time listening to the program, welcome, 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 welcome. But you can email me at SaturdayMorningDanBrown at Yahoo.com. Again, that's SaturdayMorningDanBrown at Yahoo.com. And in, in with that, I can send you, if you would like, a free new Bible. It's a, a little more of a modern translation, um, sometimes easier to read than the old King James. But uh, all the scriptures are just there for our education and our understanding and our uplifting. And throughout the entire scriptures, there are individuals, both male and female, who represent all of us. We can find ourselves in every particular individual mentioned in the scriptures. There's someone that has a representation of you or I and what we are experiencing. And I think that's so important to, to understand that, that the scriptures are God's love letter to us. So I want you to focus and think about those wonderful thing about the scriptures. And again, it's good to be back on the air. It's a my honor to be able to spend this hour with you sharing what God has put on my heart. The other thing that I've seen an increase of in your letters to me, in your emails to me, uh, a particular email that's moving to me, obviously, I, I, I won't share you the person's name. Their name needs to remain confidential, their identity. But I can share their feelings with you because this is a common theme of letters and emails that I'm receiving. The title of the email is, I'm afraid. And that's moving to me because there are answers to being afraid. And the letter kind of starts out like I have nobody else to turn to. And then this individual goes on to, to tell me to, to, that I don't have to be concerned, that they don't, they're not going to do anything harmful. Uh, but they do share with me the experiences of loss in their life. Not only loss of friends, but lost away. And some of the obituaries that we see, many times we see in the obituaries that it says there was family at their side when individuals were passing on. But many of you are alone. And so fear 
And depression can creep in and really try to twist you up and, you know, turn you to a way that is not healthy for you. And so I want to encourage you in this part of our program to be encouraged, even in the most lonely of circumstances, I will assure you, you're not by yourself. And so many of you have shared with me that spouses have died, um, relatives have ignored you, and experiences that you've you're alone in maybe a nursing home or a care facility. And so you're not really interacting with people. Uh, and I believe me, I'm not saying that care facilities don't have caring people in by any means, but it's not always the same as having someone who you've known so long or a direct family member. And so my hope in this, and I want to share with you my response um, to those of you who are feeling this way and those of you that are feeling broken and lonely in the depression that you are by yourself. So what I want to say to you, my friends, um, is that I'm sad. I'm saddened by hearing how um, you're struggling so deeply. But I want to assure you not to be afraid because God loves you dearly. And I've shared with many of you on the radio in the past that you are absolutely not alone. And to some of you, I want to apologize that I was unable to reach out to you for a time because I had taken some time for bereavement. Um, because this past Christmas and this New Year's, I was away for a short time. And that reason being is that my wife, who I love deeply, my wife of 51 years went home to be with the Lord after a very challenging battle with a brain disease. And this was right before Christmas. And many of you might not know that I was her caregiver. And I want to tell you that it was my honor to do so. Was it challenging? Without a doubt. It's one of the most challenging things that I've ever done. I would say it is the most challenging thing that I've ever done in my life. And was it heartbreaking? Without question. My heart was ripped in two. But I don't tell you guys this. I don't share with you because I'm seeking sympathy. But I'm sharing it with you so you can have reassurance that you're not alone in these experiences of tremendous loss. You're not by yourself. And I will tell you also that as long as you have breath in your body, you have the ability to choose to celebrate the time that you've had with your loved ones. And as we go on in life, this is how we honor their memory. I really need you to understand that because this is how I go. This is how I move forward. There's two kinds of tears. There's tears of sorrow. And there's tears of joy. My advice to you is to choose the tears of joy in remembering those who are no longer with us. Because no amount of worry, no amount of sorrow, no amount of regret or depression can resolve the pain of this loss. That can't, that's not the impetus for change from these deep feelings that we can get lost in. The key is to remember that they're no longer suffering. So please choose tears of joy when you're remembering those who aren't with us any longer. There's an old saying that time heals all wounds, right? You've heard that many times. But sometimes this is true. But in some cases, and people that I know, we hit a roadblock and we feel as though the pain from that wound will never heal. And I want to tell you, if your pain's not easing and you find yourself spiraling, you need to seek God. Bring Christ into your heart. Ask our creator who loves us endlessly to provide us with the strength that we don't have on our own. And I do that daily. Now, sometimes we've got to seek him with tears and repentance at how some we're experienced this guilt. Well, I could have done this and I could have done that. And sometimes we seek him with joy and thanksgiving. But however we seek him, 
do it with humility and the willingness to accept his direction in your life. Seek him with all your might and your soul because God's promise is that if you seek, you will find him. Do it with humility. Again, that is so important. And the issue becomes is that we so often seek for things that aren't really of a benefit to us. We look for all kinds of other things to fill things that really aren't what we need. We seek for temporary solutions instead of embracing God's will that leads us to eternity. Ask God to fill you with true joy, true peace, and guidance through your life. And I will tell you, my brothers and sisters, he fulfills those promises. Because this is my experience through great loss of family and friends. I trust and understand that I may have no one around me, no one to call me, not even a brother to reach out. But I am never alone ever. And I am certain of this in my faith. And my prayer for you all is that God will increase your joy and his sense of presence in your life. Please pray and think all on these things. We're going to take a short break and continue with our program. Right after this, you're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. So what is Talk With a Purpose? It's a lively, informative, number one rated talk show on Saturday morning. Hi, this is John DeMassey. Join me and my guests every Saturday from 9 a.m. till noon for Talk With a Purpose, heard right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And if you miss it on Saturday, we replay it on Sunday from 5 until 8 p.m. Don't miss Talk With a Purpose, Saturday and Sunday, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. To some people, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not necessarily true. By six months, they're combining vowels and consonants. By nine months, they're trying out different kinds of sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on some meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Early screening and intervention can make a lifetime of difference and unlock a world of possibilities. Take the first step at AutismSpeaks.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. I'm a doctor. But I can't think clearly anymore, so I can't do my job. Long COVID causes debilitating cognitive issues. I'm a runner, but now I can't walk 100 feet without getting exhausted. Long COVID causes crippling fatigue that may last a lifetime. I've lost friendships because of long COVID. I just don't feel well enough to see people. People may look outwardly healthy, but they're suffering from a physical disorder that can upend lives. Everything hurts. I can't even go out and play. Up to 30% of COVID patients develop long COVID. And right now, there's no cure and little understanding. I can't focus. I can't think straight. I can't keep a job. So for those suffering daily, there's just one urgent question. How long? How long? How long? How long? Until we solve long COVID. The Solve Long COVID initiative is bringing together patients, researchers, doctors, and drug developers to find answers now. To learn more and see how you can help, go to solvelongcovid.org. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? 
or your daughter's first birthday party. You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you for tuning in this morning. And as always, we appreciate your time. Thank you for your comments and your emails. Again, if, if you want to email me about a program or maybe a subject that you'd like me to talk about and share with you, contact me at Saturday Morning Dan Brown at yahoo.com. Also, um, I have free uh, Bibles available to you if you'd like one as well. Um, just send me your name and your address. I won't use it for anything other than to mail you that Bible. There is no obligation whatsoever. I commit and promise to you that I won't use your information for anything other than that. And all I would ask, please, wear out the pages. Again, we're uh, we're back in our second segment of today, and our program title is Renounce the hidden things. Ooh, this is a heavy one. Renounce the hidden things. Sometimes we forget all about those kinds of things that drag us around and we kind of get confused in them sometimes. So my question to you would be, and this goes along with the biblical verse, 2 Corinthians 4, 2, where it says we have renounced the hidden things of shame. Wow, the hidden things of shame. And so my question to you, as I just posed a minute ago, have you renounced those hidden things of shame in your life? And when I say the hidden things of shame, the kind of what I'm talking about are the things that your sense of honor or pride won't allow to come to light in your life. You got them buried. You got them hidden. You're basically running around with a face that people see this side of you, but hidden deep in another place are things that you feel very, very shameful about. And let me tell you, you can easily hide them. And so, again, are there thoughts in your heart about anyone that you would not like it to be brought to light, that you would not like it to be exposed or someone know that you have this kind of thought? My answer to that is, and my this is how I function, that, when that occurs, then renounce it as soon as it comes into your mind. Renounce everything in its entirety until there is no hidden dishonesty. Here's an old word you haven't heard at the time in a long time, or, or, or craftiness. Ooh, dishonesty or craftiness. You want to renounce that till there's none of all that there at all. And then what might some of these things be? Envy, maybe. Envy of what someone possesses or how someone dresses or, oh, my gosh, envy of someone's spouse. Oh, the, the list goes on. Could it be jealousy? Maybe even strife. But these things don't necessarily arise from our old sin nature because we, we put on a nature when we become a new creature in Christ. That's the whole idea. So we're putting away the old us. We're, we're putting our will aside and doing God's will. That's our prayer so that the Holy Spirit can dwell in this sacred temple inside of, of us that God has created. It's amazing what God has done. Our relationship with God is not to be confused in the experience that the, the, the old Israelites, what they experienced with smoke on a mountain or only hearing through Moses or Abraham and, and his seed, you know, all these different patriarchs and prophets. Our experience with God is direct because Jesus paid the price. He stepped in our sinful shoes and paved the way that we could now have an intimate relationship with the Father. That is so critical. This is a different, deep, and, and 
Oh my gosh. So personal relationship. You hear about it often, but I'm not so sure that it's always directed to you. Because so often you might hear about, oh, the spirit's in the room, the spirit's in the room. Let me tell you where the spirit belongs. Not in the room, but in you. Because what the Bible says, what place can man build that God can, that can, God can dwell? Take this one more step. God did build something that his spirit and where his spirit, his Holy Spirit, could dwell. And that was in you and I. You and I. We continually long to fill this place that God created for him to, to dwell in. And we fill it with everything else but what it belongs there. So our lives are off track. We're confused. We're worried. We're all the things that the Bible tells us that a person of faith wouldn't do. We shouldn't worry. We shouldn't be confused. It doesn't mean we're not going to experience trials and tribulations because there is education. So, my friends, we need to renounce these things as soon as they come to mind. Renounce everything in its entirety so that there is no hidden dishonesty or craftiness about us at all. And again, envy and jealousy and strife, it doesn't necessarily come from your old sinful nature, but it comes from the flesh, which was used for these kinds of things in the past. And if you would like to do some research and more on some scriptures associated with that, listen, my friends, look up Romans 619 and 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. Take the time today and, and digest this. And we understand that we have to maintain a continual watchfulness. As soon as we get off our guard at all, there's a possibility that something could arise in our life that would cause us shame. It only takes a little leaven to spread through the bread. When Jesus said that darkness within you, how great is that darkness? We often confuse ourselves and hide these shameful things. Well, these are just little things over here. That can't really affect my walk. These are just little things. And now I'm talking to those of us who claim to be people of faith. For those of you who are, who are new and coming to the faith for the first time, listen to the words carefully so that you begin the process right away. Submitting all of your will, surrendering everything who you are to the God of creation. And when you do that, your walk, he says, you'll be a light unto my path, right? He'll shine light unto our footsteps and direct us in a way, not that we will trip and fall, but that we can see clearly. Only when we are diverted by the cares of the world do we begin to get distracted. Yes, I believe in God, but I'm having money trouble. Yes, I, but my spouse and I, we're, we're at it again. My partner and I, we're all over the place. Why? Because you haven't submitted and surrendered and put God in the center of your life. Do that. You want a fantastic relationship with your children. You're struggling with your children. I don't understand who or where they are. And I can often tell you, and this is not in every case, but there are often times that our children emulate things that they see us do. But we try to hide them. Our children are not dummies. If we profess and we talk in a way, a language of bigotry and prejudice, even when we think we were hiding it, our children are learning. They are sponges, man. <laughs> they take it all in. So what you're hiding, renounce it. Renounce it immediately. Put it at the foot of the cross and move on. But be on your guard. Because... Not walking in craftiness, as it says in 2 Corinthians 4.2. This means not resorting to something to simply make your own point. How many discussions do you have that you're willing to go in any direction to make yourself right? With your spouse or with your child. Approach everything in love. Everything. In 
love. Love changes. Love lifts up. Love builds up. Love breaks down barriers that you cannot even imagine. True, godly love, which God has given to us and shared with. It's the only reason we know love. Otherwise, we'd be like the beast of the field. I mean, you, we have this sense, oh, my dog loves me, my cat loves me. There is a, But it is not the love that humanity has been given by the creator to possess. We love on a, a level that cannot be understood by beasts. There is a sense of caring that an animal can feel. And his sense of not being afraid and letting his guard down can be. And certainly we've seen those best friends of man put themselves in harm way for ourselves. So there is a level that God's given us to be able to communicate that even to the creatures, which is amazing. But I want to tell you that be careful. Never catch people through dishonesty. Never catch them. Never put yourself in shame by doing these things to be right or have your own way never catch people doing it the other way which is the way of deceit because i tell you brothers and sisters if you act deceitfully god's blight and his blessings will be removed from you not because he's just removing it it's because you're driving it away See, we're always ready to blame God. Oh, God, you took your spirit away from me. You took your blessings from me. My friends, you drove it away. Contemplate on that for a few minutes. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. I'm Karen McHugh. A flood emergency in California as an atmospheric river turns deadly. More than 9,400 people under uh, evacuation orders. Approximately 54,000 plus people without power. And unfortunately, uh, two deaths that have so far been confirmed by the coroner's office. Emergency Services Director Nancy Ward. Snowfall in the High Peaks region could exceed 100 inches. Is the pandemic over or not? A new poll takes a look. A new Gallup poll revealing 49% of people questioned say the pandemic is over, while 51% disagree. The poll coming three years after the World Health Organization declared COVID-19 a pandemic. Even though Americans are split, only about a quarter of them are worried about coming down with COVID-19. 62% think things are getting better. Fox's Sue Guzman. America is listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey today. Some rain and snow showers to start, no real accumulation. Otherwise, a windy day with clouds around the high 44. Skies will be mainly clear tonight with a low 28. Tomorrow's a nice day. Sunshine followed by some clouds with a high 47. Taking a look at the week ahead Monday, some rain moving in. Monday's high 49. I'm AccuWeather's Rose Tamburino on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, Bill and John and Chris. Thank you, Peter. Thank you all. Ellen, Beth, all of you for writing. Kathy, thank you for writing and sending me your wonderful, uplifting comments and questions. Thank you so much. And again, if this is your first time listening today, you can contact me by email at Saturday morning Dan Brown at Yahoo.com. That's Saturday morning Dan Brown at Yahoo.com. Send me those questions. Also, if you'd like a free Bible, it's a modern translation. Just send me your name and your address, and I will mail you that Bible free of charge. It is just so heart moving to me to know that you guys are tuning in. And again, as I said in the first segment of today, you have laid your hearts bare and open to me, and I take all of the things that you send to me to prayer on your behalf. And I am moved, and I have experiences, many of, of what many of you have. 
Not everybody. Some, some of you have really been through the ringer. But I want to share with you again. Please know you are not alone. You're not alone in your experiences. There are others that have experienced these things. And there is a way. But if you're experiencing, this is another important thing. If you're experiencing things, thoughts of self-harm, you need to reach out. Reach out and call for help. Call loved one. Call and there are, there are hotlines for you to benefit you all around the country. Should you experience something that you just can't handle. Believe me, continue to write to me. That's not a problem. Uh, for those that I was not able to answer, again, I apologize. Um, during that time, I took some time of bereavement, uh, and um, it was healing. It was good. I spent time with my family and my children, things that I needed to do. But um, I, I want to be here for you, so you can continue to write and email me. Please never feel as though... Um, that that's something that is a bother by any, some of you start out with, Oh, Hey, Dan, or Mr. Brown, just call me Dan. I hate to bother you. It's not a bother. I want to share with you what I know and what I've learned and what has gotten me through life. And the gospel, the gospel is the answer. Jesus is the answer. Uh, some of us understand that the, the name of Jesus in the Hebrew Bible is Yeshua. And um, it, it's very interesting so, so often to learn and understand some of these things when you begin to dive deeper. I, I don't share these things for, for those of you who are new to listen, follow the gospel, look at those things, learn the milk when you're beginning, you know, and stay childlike. Jesus said to the apostles when the little children were coming to him, the apostles were stopping the children from coming to Jesus. He said, no, no, no. Let the little children come to me. Because unless you are like these, you'll never enter the kingdom of God. What in the world could it be meaning? We can't get young again. We're not going to play with rattles and little blocks. What did he mean? Unless you are like these little children, you can't enter the kingdom of God. What the kingdom of God possess, so um, what the children lose that helps us enter the kingdom of God, not the children lose them, but we do. I'll get it right in a minute. But we lose as we go from childhood into adulthood. So often we lose our innocence. We lose our trust. When we're young and, and, and a baby in his mother's arms, or her mother's arms, there is one 100% trust that the person who is holding them, raising them, is protecting them and only has the best intentions for them. That's how we approach God. And when we approach that God that way, when we put ourselves in that thinking, we are able to understand what God wants to share. The Holy Spirit can be working in us to help us understand the things that are hidden from the rest of the world. He says, you're in the world, but not of the world. It's important to know. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Ask, and you shall receive. There's a caveat, a caveat to that asking and that knocking. And that is that we ask as children, innocent open-armed, accepting that God is the parent, the father, that wishes only the best for us. So as we continue with our program today, which is renounce the hidden things. It's so important for us to do this because, again, as I said in the, in the previous segment, we're, we're searching for these things that... Um, Ways to win arguments, ways to win and, and one-up the next person. You don't want to need to one-up anybody. Share what your thoughts in truth and honesty. That wins the day. The way of deceit always comes back, always. And I will tell you because, um, what way, you know, when you're thinking about this, what you believe you're doing in crafting this is some you know, I'm superior to others, which is I'm telling you that's a form of pride, um, isn't for others. 
And God has called you and I to a much, much, much higher standard. So never dole your sense of being the utmost for his highest. Think about that. Say that. Never dole your sense of being for your utmost is for his highest. And your best is for his glory. For you, doing certain kinds of things would mean that craftiness is coming into your life for a purpose other than what is the highest and the best. And what it ends up doing is doling the, uh, you know, doling the motivation that God has given you. You're losing the path. You're now going off on not being truthful, but you're going off on this road to destruction, really, if you continue and continue and continue on. And I will tell you that the greatest spiritual crisis that comes to us is when a person has to move a little farther on his faith than his beliefs, than what he's already accepted. Think about that. The greatest spiritual crisis comes when a person has to move a little further on his faith than the beliefs he has already accepted. Mm. And I know this is a continuing theme that I've shared with you many times, but it is so important because these are the things that people are, are sending me questions about. These are the things that they're finding themselves in stress and depression. And, and, but what is the cause of those things? And you know how easily we point fingers. So how easily we continue to find an excuse. Why? No more excuses. Let's make the change. Let's ask God for the strength that we don't have. And that's the whole idea of this intimate relationship that God longs to have with humanity. He longs to have it. The Bible says God has no pleasure in the death of the wicked. Has no pleasure. But they bring this on themselves by the choices that they make. Anyone who is removed from God removes themselves. So you look at it the wrong way so often because of the way the scriptures is written many times. But when you look closer at the text and when you become a little more learned, you begin to see a pattern. A pattern that God is saying he's not going to accept these things from his people. But a pattern that we drive ourselves away from his light. Because darkness cannot stand the light. Light is painful for darkness. True light and truth is painful for lies and lust and greed all of those kinds of things. Seek the gifts of the Spirit, of peace and long-suffering, of grace and compassion. Seek these things with all your heart and your mind and your soul, and God will share with the things with you that are all in your best interest, that make you the you that you were meant to be from when God first imagined you before the foundation and the creation of the world. It's amazing. It is absolutely incredible. I want to read a scripture to you in Matthew, the first gospel in the New Testament, Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. And it says this, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have, shut your door and pray to your father who is in the secret place. Those are important things to do, to continue to pray. Try to go away from noisy areas so that your focus and your heart can be motivated towards receiving the answer to your prayer. Maybe right then God may move your heart. Are our prayers always answered instantaneously? No, because sometimes we pray for things to take time. And you're not ready for that blessing because you may spoil it. We don't want to spoil the blessings that God has in store for all those who love him, as the Bible says. Think about that. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio, 
95.5. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after this. Please stay tuned. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's Talk. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I cannot believe the time is flying by so fast. Here we are in our fourth segment on this fine Saturday morning. And again, if you're just tuning in or maybe this is the first time you're hearing the show, please, after you listen to the program, if you have any questions or comments, please email me at Saturday morning, Dan Brown at Yahoo.com. Again, that's Saturday morning, Dan Brown at Yahoo.com. Additionally, there is a Bible. There's that word again. I said I'd use it a few times today. Um, when you email me, if you would like a free Bible, please include your name and your address, and I will mail you that Bible free of charge. There's no obligations. There's no strings attached. And I commit to you and I promise to you that I will not use your information that you share with me for anything other than getting you those holy scriptures that you can read and learn and just continue. Because the program, the idea of the program here is for me to not instruct you at length in all the wonderful things that there are in this sacred text. And it is a love letter to humanity like you would not believe. What happens so often is people get confused in reading the Bible and they think, whoa, this is just a book of condemnation, how man has messed up. Not at all. It is a love letter to us saying what God is going to do and has done and is still doing today on our behalf because of the path that we have chose, the path that humanity has chose. From the day in the garden when we faced disobedience, we listened to the lie. We had some help with that. And, of course, the crazy thing for me is when God questioned Adam, why did you do this? Remember just in the, in the segment before this one, we talked about the name game. When, we, when we're caught in our shame, we make up excuses. We, we point at other people. What did Adam do when the, when the Lord questioned him? Adam, my son. Who told you to do this? Why did you do this? And Adam, he threw Eve right under the bus, man. It was like, oh, Lord, the woman that you gave me, she made me do it. Well, I'm sorry, all of us Adams, and I apologize, all you Eves that have been thrown under the bus. But that's not the case. We made that decision. Adam certainly had the choice. We were created in the image of God. And the image of God that we're created in is choices, choices to do good with the power that God has given us. And he has given us incredible power to imagine that the power that we have in the words that we speak, governments fall from words. People's lives are lost from words. Bullies have people take their own lives because of words. There is power in words. We have such incredible power. And instead of using our words to harm and hurt, we need to use the words to lift and love. Lift and love. I had the honor recently of having dinner with the new president of the Hard Rock Cafe, who is a wonderful supporter of the things that we do in, in the mission and the causes of homelessness. What a wonderful group of people. Thank you, George. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Mike, all of you. you. You are wonderful, wonderful people. And one of the things that I was able to share with George was the heart of what we do with the mission. And I said, George, you know, your mission is very similar to what we do at the mission. And he, he said, how so, Dan? And I said, because your mission statement is to love all, serve all. 
And so is that our heart here at the Atlantic City Rescue Mission. It's my heart as an individual, whether I'm associated with the mission or whether I'm out. I'm always, whether I'm on the job, my job does not stop when I walk out the door of 2009 Baccarat Boulevard. It is with me 24-7 to share God's love continually, to share the good news of the kingdom. And so that's, that's what I want you to understand. I want you to understand that the words that God has given us are powerful, life-giving, when they are accepted and implemented. But the biggest implementation piece that we have to do, the biggest lie that gets perpetrated by wickedness is that somehow we're able to solve all our, uh, all our problems on our own. And after centuries of governments and thousand years of government after government, of every style, every this to the right, to the left, to the up, to the down, to the kings, <laughs> to the tyrants. None of those systems have worked. So since that day, God has said, since that day, man said in the garden, yeah, I want to know good and evil. Even though we was warned, we made that choice. So that power that God gives us is in your choice. So I want to encourage you, make the right choices. Because the follow through is not the strength that you think that you have to muster. The follow through is God's promise that he'll provide what we lack. And God lacks nothing. The Bible says in Psalms that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. We somehow believe that we control it. We somehow believe that we own it. But the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Make those correct choices. And my encouragement to you today is again, renounce those hidden things. Take yourself into prayer. Because the primary thought of, of praying and trying to put aside and renounce those things, and that's where we can renounce it. Do we need to be on our knees in our secret place or in our quiet place to renounce? Oh, my gosh, no. You can be driving in the car. If you've got a thought, don't wait till you get somewhere quiet because that thought's only going to fester. Right there with your words, whether it's out loud or in your heart, say, Lord, I renounce these thoughts. As David did in the Psalms. 52, 53, 54, when he realized the sin that he had committed, when he realized the atrocity that he had perpetrated on another individual, that he allowed darkness to creep in, he renounced it in tears, flat on his face, crying, reaching up, crying out to the Lord, create in me, Lord, a new heart. Wherein dwelleth righteousness. And so, again, my point and my goal to share with you is that every day we face these things. We read a lot of books. We listen to a lot of sermons. But as, unless we implement that strategy, and I call it a strategy, it's maybe oversimplification, but it's God's strategy that he has shared with us. Choices. Make that choice, and I will provide the strength to you. Even Jesus in the garden, as he sweat in prayer, he prayed so hard that blood droplets appeared on his skin to the Father. His flesh was in agony over what he knew he was going to do on behalf of humanity. There was a choice. Even the Son of God had a choice to make. And what was that choice? Oh, Holy Father, let your will be done, not mine. And so he proceeded and he made that choice that reconciled humanity back to the Father of the heavens. That's exciting. That should motivate you. That should move you to understand that there is a God who loves you endlessly, holds at his arms to embrace you in compassion and grace. 
Please seek him, seek him, seek him. Remember, another thing that should be because pride can can creep in. Your your motivation shouldn't be the desire to be known. There's that word. We want sometimes we want to be known as a praying person. That's between you and God. We don't do these things to be seen of men. Because when you're reading in the in the Gospels, you'll see in the New Testament that there was a group of men that Jesus renounced who prayed in front of people so that they could be. Oh, look how holy and pious that individual is with endless and repeating words that meant nothing because the heart wasn't there. He said, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Our words and our deeds are definitely connected. If you are going to speak words of life, if you are going to speak words of truth, if you are going to lift up instead of break down, let your deeds Show that. Let your deeds show that. My friends, it is wonderful to be able to continue to bring this to you week after week. And so I want to make sure that you're not doing these things because the pride can creep in in your prayer. And find that inner room or find that place in which to pray where even no one knows that you're praying. Shut the door and talk to your heavenly father in secret. And again, have no motivation other than to know your father in heaven. Because it's impossible to carry on your life as a disciple without the definite times of secret prayer. And again, that scripture that I was sharing with you in Matthew 6, verse 7. When you pray, do not use vain repetitions. God does not hear us because we pray earnestly. He hears us solely on the basis of redemption. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Until next week, God bless. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.